0: more. If you call right now, you could get a meter upgrade. In addition, we'll give you a free pair of diabetic socks as our special gift to you. Regardless of your age, if you suffer with diabetes and have insurance, you may qualify
1: to get free delivery of your supplies. 800 443 4996. 800 443 4996. 800 443 4996. That's 800 443 4996.
0: It's the HBCU Football Daily Podcast, and I am your host, Donald Ware. And I tell you what, I'm, I'm excited because we're going to start to talk uh, about the MEAC a little bit here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Of course, we started things off by previewing North Carolina a as the defending HBCU national champs. And then we, of course, previewed a lot of the teams from the SWAC. We're going to take things now to our nation's capital and say hello to the head football coach, at howard he is larry scott he's in his first season and he joins us here on the hbcu football daily podcast coach scott welcome to the program
1: no thank you for having me I'm, I'm, I'm excited about being here
0: absolutely excited to have you i, I want to you know i i i hadn't had a chance to talk with you before this is our first time talking but i was super impressed uh, with you and actually had forgotten that you had been you know the interim head coach there at Miami for some time and just super impressed with you during the MiAC uh virtual coaches conference um let me start here how, before I even start about that how is practice and preparation for the 2021 spring football scene, go, season going to this point
1: I'll tell you what it's been really really you know different and and, and I, it's been but, but different in a really good way um, you know, obviously we control the things that we control and, uh, with everything with COVID-19 and, and really not, we haven't had our football team all fall. We didn't get them until after Christmas. Uh, we had the guys come in the first of the year. Uh, and, and we've kind of put together this hybrid schedule of, of, kind of off-season conditioning, uh, mixed with in-season installs and, in, and in-season, uh, preseason camp practices, uh, and also getting them ready for a season. So it's been kind of a, uh, a plan of putting it all together in one uh, to, de- to develop a baseline of, of, of mental and physical conditioning uh, and make sure we got our guys safely acclimated back into playing football after not playing a football since November of 2019, um, and then slowly you know, implementing our, our installs and, and how we do things and, and our standards and expectations for how we practice um, and, and the things that we expect from them on a daily basis academically and meetings. Uh, the small attention to detail that is uh, paramount right now, especially being in a time crunch. So uh, it, it's been fun. It's been action-packed. It's been full. Um, it, it, it's kind of been it's been something that keeps you on your toes and fluid. Uh, obviously, being in our nation's capital, we've had things like uh, the inauguration, you know, that was in, in place and uh, kind of took a day away from us. Uh, we have snow on the ground. The other day, we go out to practice, and there's an inch and a half to two inches of snow on the ground. Uh, and, and just having to maneuver and navigate through all of those things amongst all of our testing and different things, it's definitely been different. Uh, but it, it, it's been fun to navigate through each and every day. But you definitely had to keep your knees bent and stay fluid and, and adapt to, to change and sudden change at, at the drop of a dime. So, uh, But it's been great to get these young people back here. They're energized. Uh, I think they have a different appreciation for the opportunity to play football and play football at a place like Howard. Uh, so we definitely got their attention from that standpoint. Uh, and, and, it's, and it's been fun to, to move them forward each and every day to find a way to get 1% better. And that's kind of been our approach. Just find, you know, one thing that we can get better at today and get better at that. And, and ultimately, over the next few weeks here, uh, it'll all start to add up for us. And we, we control what we control and be as ready as we can be when that ball's down on the ground and we get a chance to kick it off versus more.
0: <laughs> yeah, no question about it. It's interesting you mentioned snow because I sort of look at your profile. Okay, so Sebring, Florida, <laughs> South Florida, Miami, Florida, yeah. Tennessee, unless you were in the mountains in Tennessee, you're not used to this snow uh, on, on a regular basis, right?
1: No, I mean, I, my first intro to it was actually right there in the mountains of Tennessee, uh, being at the University of Tennessee in Knoxville, so being around, uh, uh, you know, up there in the the, the mountains there is, was my first uh, ordeal with that, but not even uh To a degree where it was steadily snowing and on the ground all the time, so uh it's it's different uh, definitely, but at the end of the day it's, it's the mental toughness and everything that comes on with uh playing in different environments, whether that's the heat, the cold, the snow, the rain uh that's a part of of you know this sport that we play it's an outdoor sport, and you got to adjust adapt and overcome uh to all of those elements as well, yeah, you
0: know it's interesting, so I've been doing this for fifteen years. Even prior to that, I mean, both of my parents are Howard Grads. My father's actually a, a, a Hall of Famer. So I'm I'm very familiar with Howard. And with the football awesome. program, it's a tough like they had a lot of success. You look in the in the nineties, it's a tough place uh to it's been a tough place to win. Uh some of it may have to do with the academic standards, which is which is phenomenal. Uh what made Howard the right job for you?
1: Uh, I think the just the the idea that it is out. And and if you can't tell me that if you can have a school that has had the academic integrity and success that it's had um, since its founding uh, to what it is now and the national reputation that it has, you mean to tell me that with those same young men and those same people that go to school, there are students, you can't be successful on the football field. And i would beg to differ with you. Um, and I think at the end of the day, I think it's all about really sorting through all of it and finding the ways uh, and, and the things you need to embrace and wrap your arms around as to why we will win here. Uh, and that's why we've adapted to the the, the the saying that we're smarter. Okay, we embrace the fact that we're really good students. We embrace the fact that we represent a brand that is bigger than us all, that was here before us, or, uh, that we're standing on the shoulders of those that were before us and, and here and have an opportunity to represent it now. Uh, and it's going to be here after we're gone. Uh, so it's an awesome opportunity to, to, to attach our last names uh, to the brand that is Howard and embrace that. Okay, yeah, we have academic standards, absolutely. So guess what? Those same high academic standards are the same high uh, athletic standards that we're going to place on the football field uh, of you and everything that we do. We can win because we're a team that uh, is is smarter, uh, is tougher, both mentally and physically, okay, because of the rigors and the academic stress and and the athletic stress that are going to be placed on us, all right? And we're more disciplined. We have the discipline to get up every morning and do it over and over and over again. And at the end of the day, if you have those characteristics of anything you choose to do, you can win. You can win, not only in football games, but in, but in life. Uh, so at the end of the day, we're wrapping our, we're wrapping our arms around those true characteristics of, of what it means to be a Howard man uh, and, and, and embracing the fact that we can be a little bit more diverse in our schemes because we're smarter. We are going to be, you know, played and held to an accountability and to a standard of doing things at a high level, even to, to the smallest detail. Um, and, and that takes a lot of toughness uh, to do that day in and day out, and then just the discipline to be on top of it each and every day. Uh, so we have a formula here as to why we're going to win, and we, we're just going to keep working that through to, to, to execution uh, and, and to where guys believe in anything. they all got all their hands on a rope, and we're all aligned and pulling in the same direction. Uh, there will be no secret as to, to why we win, and those standards are very, very high. Uh, and, and Not only will it be high academically, but it's going to be high athletically as well, and we'll embrace that part of it. And we will win. It's not going to be a matter. of Will we? We will. It's just going to be a matter of when. And it's going to happen here.
0: Yeah. No. Now. Okay. So no. That was that. No question about an Honest answer. But you you're you're going to fit right in at Howard. Like that's an that's a Howard answer, right on point. Uh, not 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 too much braggadocious though. There. I mean, that's just an honest answer. I know a lot of Howard people got a lot of braggadoge with them though, Coach Scott.
1: Hey, 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 I mean, at the end of the day, you don't have to brag when it sits right at the top. You know that <laughs> that that is just that is that is called it's called confidence, and and in a in a place that I did have a, a very uh, good experience at the University of Miami is where a lot of people think swagger was invented, uh, but it's, it's a little bit of swagger to that. And at the end of the day, you know that there, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with that at all, as long as you're backing it up, and you back it up through action, not through words through your approach and to your action on a daily basis. So uh, that's something that we talk about as well. You know, when you represent the brand, you can't let the brand stand out in front of you. You know, we, we're here to continue to push the brand. No question. And, and we got to understand what that's all about.
0: No question about it. Larry Scott in his first season as the head football coach at Howard joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Let's talk about some first person- uh, personnel because you got a local kid and had a chance to see him play in 2019, Quentin Williams, uh, the quarterback, mm-hmm. solid guy, can get out of the pocket, throw it, move around. Um, is he? First of all, is he your starting quarterback coming in? And your thoughts on how you know he's done to this point in terms of preparation for the upcoming season?
1: Well, right now, he, yeah, he's been running with our first group, and uh, we've kind of got a healthy rotation going right now with the, uh, the three quarterbacks that we got working. Uh, as, as you know, as we're discovering, we're such a, still in really the discovery stage of learning and understanding our personnel and. Who we have, and who can do what, and who's who's really really good at what, and those type of things, and so we can start to uh, begin here over the next few weeks to piece all the puzzle uh, pieces together to to build um, where we sit right now with what we have. <clears throat> and right now, Q's been doing a really good job of learning the system, uh, and, and what, we, what we've been working with Q on is just the, the maturity and development of what it means to truly be a quarterback—not just on the field, uh, but off the field and leader. You know, your leadership qualities and your ability to to lead people in in your ability to uh, to, uh, hold people accountable, but to hold yourself accountable first so that they'll follow you. Uh, So it's been a big time development deal with you and and, and all of our quarterbacks uh, to understand the nature that you hold naturally, uh, that you just, you know, inherit naturally because of the position that you play. Uh, But then doing those type of things, all the development off the field and and, and those type of things to help the leadership qualities come along uh, that needed that that's needed. Uh, as well as naturally you're a position next to the head coach that the football team looks up to uh, each and every day. Uh, And and with that comes a certain way that you have to carry yourself and a certain way that you have to to execute things and a certain way that you have to lead. Naturally, we want all these guys to lead through their natural characteristics of who they are so that their leadership is very authentic uh, to who they are. But we're we're tapping into what those qualities are for Q. uh, Quentin is going to be really, really big here as we continue to progress.
0: Who are some of the other guys offensively that uh, you think are going to uh, be pretty big time for you this year?
1: Well, we love the, we love the development of, of really all of these guys. But uh, at the end of the day, like a guy like JoJo ola Rice who walked on to the program has been doing a really, really good job of, of leading, uh, developing. He's going into his last year as a senior. Uh, Antoine Murray, who was another senior wide receiver who really had been battling some injuries over the past few years uh has has really done a really good job this this, this camp and uh is has shown us some natural ball skills and, and route running ability and, and ability to make plays in space uh the our, our running back situation uh, obviously we lost Stephen parsons who decided to go into the transport portal and and, and and try his endeavors you know on a on a bigger stage so to speak as as to what he said uh was his reasoning for him to do that but uh, when you have guys behind him like a josiah crew uh who's a local DC kid here who's really, really talented, got size, speed, vision, uh, and those things is really exciting about us. We 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 have GPS systems now here that we track our guys top speeds and things on practice and he's consistently been a guy in the nineteen to twenty mile per hour zones and, and speed zones and things like that which are really, really good uh at the running back position to have his size. Uh, so that's just to name a few guys, you know, along on the perimeter, but we've been very surprised, uh, um, very, very happy with the development of Brandon Johnson as a center for us, coming back as a senior, um, who's been around and played, you know, played a lot of football. And the thing with all of these guys is, uh, this is their third or fourth system that they've been in in the last four years. Uh, so, you know, really starting all over at square one each and every, you know, 12, almost every 12 to 24 month cycle has not been really, really good for their overall development over the years. Uh, but so what we're trying to do is just center that now, uh, be, you know, be giving them a solid foundation uh, of playing their uh, respective positions and, and, and building from uh, square one. So those are some, just to name a few of the guys I thought that really, especially as guys that are older in the program uh, and in, that are seniors. Uh, that have done a really good job trying to adjust to uh, a new system, a new way of doing things uh, around here right now.
0: Yeah, how how? What's your defensive philosophy? How are you going to look defensively? Because as I looked over some stuff, I mean, y- you mentioned you you know you had Parsons, a really good player, went into the transfer mm-hmm. portal, and all over the country, uh, particularly on, maybe on the FCS level, that's happening. But your five, at least your five uh, top tacklers from 2019 return. Which is really, really good. So, what, what do you look like uh, you, in terms of philosophy, uh, your philosophically on a from a defensive perspective? And then, um, talk about some of those guys that you expect to step up uh, defensively for you in this 2021 spring
1: season. Well, I think uh, probably our, our strength right now is like you said, kind of of uh, some of those older guys that have been around. But when you have young kids that were uh, freshmen in 2019 that played uh, huge roles and became uh, almost all conference guys and Deion Harry and Darren Birkenbar as your as your bookends. Uh two, you know, really big, thick two hundred, you know, fifty, sixty pound guys that can run, bend, change direction, explosive. Uh, we really look at it and say, Okay, we're probably better suited to be a four down front uh that can play some varied fronts and, and do some things like that and kind of kinda of mix it up but uh, put these guys into situations where they're isolated one on one with with tackles and let them use their pass rush abilities and those type of things are, is is what excites us uh, right now on offense on defense and then you have guys like Jalen Smith and Elijah Coleman who will be you know returning uh, back back in corner guy type guys with good length and and, and a, a skill set to run and ball skills and those type of things so you look at the edges of your defense and you go to your corner and DN and those type of things that uh, you feel good about you, you you feel good about at least some of the experiences. Uh, that they have, and you move, you know, to the you know the interior uh, portion of it, where you have Aaron Motley and James Newell, some guys that have uh, played a lot of football uh, before, and then you add in some of the young guys like a, a James Gore, who's a true freshman, who's been a really good, big surprise for us during camp. Uh, you know, three hundred pound guy that's really, really strong, that really can push the pocket inside, and, and got a unique in, in a, a unique way has a lot of you know quick twitch and quick twitch fibers that you wouldn't think looking at him. Uh, until that ball snap, So it's something that we're really excited about. And in that linebacker having a vocal leader like a Christian white guy who's played a lot of, you know, a lot of football who's continued to work on the development of his body physically and, and put on the right muscle mass and weight and things like that, that we've been talking about over the past few months has done a really good job. Uh Sadiq Salah, who's a, a kid that is, didn't play very much last year for him, but has been a pleasant surprise for us. It has the ability to run and strike and, uh, and, and really hit people and really smart and pick up things, uh, really really well uh, rather quickly and then a, a guy like a returning starter like Aaron Walker who's been very very productive uh, over his career here at Howard who's here right now and being a, and being a leader force in the middle uh, and, and, and playing really really well and excitement. and then you go in the back end in the safety position interior of your defense and you got uh, a guy like Rodney Denard who's played a lot of football who's really versatile on the back end that can play corner and safety and, uh, and mix it up a really good uh, blitz guy, really good cover guy and, and a good tackler um, and then you got Rashawn, uh, Rashawn Williams, who's uh, from Detroit, that is, 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 is physical, quick strike, good ball skills, smart, really good instincts uh, at the other safety position. Uh, you look at it and go, okay, there's really some really good uh, skill set here. There's some really good pieces to build something around. And right now, we're still kind of, like I said, in that discovery stage of really filling out what it is that uh, we can do really well, and, and, and what we need to be to put these guys in the best position uh, possible to be successful. But uh, from a uh, ph- uh, from a philosophy standpoint, we want to be very attacking. Uh, we want to do the base things very, very well, very well, at an elite level. Be able to play lineup and play base defense at any point in time, and do it at a level in which uh, you know makes us feel you know really, really good from uh, sound fundamental and technique teaching wise of football. Uh, and then be able to mix it up and, and give very looks based on what we can do really well and, and what we handle and what we can execute at, a, at an elite level defensively. But uh, at the end of the day, I want, you know, we want to be a, you know, a, a really good, sound, based defensive football team that has the ability to mix it up when needed um, to free up guys and to get one-on-one matchups and, and to let guys you know, play a little bit to their skill sets.
0: Last couple of thoughts. Again, Larry Scott, the head football coach at Howard, joins us here in the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. I've seen an evolution of Howard from this perspective in terms of local guys. It wasn't something Howard did, uh, quite frankly, a great job of in terms of recruiting local players. You look up and down this roster right now, it's a lot of true DMV guys go a little bit further south to Richmond and into the Tidewater area as well, go up north a little bit to Baltimore as well. Is that... Sort of your will that be your philosophy recruiting more locally as the football in the Washington area continues to get better from a high school perspective?
1: Absolutely. I mean, I think at any any point in time, you want to make sure you're always taking care of the 100 mile radius uh, around your university. You want to make sure you're doing that. You want to take care of home first. In uh, the DMV is an area that, I mean, even at other places I was at, at, at Miami and Florida and different things that we would try to come up into this area and, and, and take away good uh, players out of this area and bring them to Florida and those type of things. So, uh, absolutely, it, it is an area that uh, has some really good football, has some really good football coaches and uh, those things and it's gotten progressively better over the years. So, absolutely, we're going to take care of home first um, in our recruiting efforts uh, at the end of the day. Uh, That's what it's all about. Those are going to be the people that are in the stands. Those are going to be the community support that you need uh, to to make, uh, you know, home games the environment that you want it to be. Uh, We're we're very much – so right where we're located in D.C. is very community. It it is a huge community right around the university uh, that we should be able to, you know, have a great home presence environment uh, when we have games. And the more of those guys that are on the roster that are bringing their aunts, cousins, friends – and, and and other and other um, people around and, and and filling up those stands uh, the better. And then we're going to have the ability because of the brand that is Howard to go out and reach out and and pluck a couple other guys from other areas and down in the Carolinas, the North and South Carolina area, even into Florida, uh, which we were able to do with this past last signing class, and, and over into Texas and and wherever else that we can go where we find a player that fits our you know that that fits our. Um, our profile of what we're trying to do and, again, embracing the reasons why we will win here at Howard uh, is making sure you go recruit the type of guys that understand what being a Howard student is all about. And that has a great passion and pride uh, for not only being a student at Howard, but playing football at Howard. Uh, and that's one of the things that we've been talking about with our team, too, is understanding, you, you know, if you love football and you love playing football, you're willing to do all of the things that it, it takes to protect the game. Right, That means go to school. You're going to get one of the best degrees this country has to offer. That means going to class, doing things the right way, working as hard as you can uh, in everything that you do. We call that comp- competitive excellence in our program. If anything that you commit yourself to, you want to compete to be the absolute best. Because if you're doing that and you're competing to be perfect, you'll catch a hell of a lot of excellence in that pursuit of perfection. So that's what we talk about with our guys. And, and at the end of the day, we want to make sure that those are the guys that we're going out and recruiting. So when they walk in the door, they embrace everything that is Howard, uh, everything that is to being a football player at Howard and and loving the game enough to protect that and protect the brand that is Howard. Uh, so that's how we're going to build it, and we're going to go find the very best players that we can that fit that throughout the country, but we're going to take care of home first.
0: Absolutely. Last thought, uh, so, you know, you had the season at Miami as the interim head coach, guys went 4-2, and two. Uh, played in a bowl game. You're at Howard. I know you're happy at Howard, but something occurred to me. You know, a lot of what we've talked about uh, on our show the last uh, couple of weeks, more specifically, especially when you look at like a uh, Rudy Hubbard who just got inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame. Not a lot of black coaches, uh, head coaches at the FBS level. I would contend that part of the problem in the National Football League with the lack of black head coaches may be because there's a lack of black head coaches at the FBS level. Again, you're happy at Howard. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm, I'm wondering, do you feel like you've gotten in your career passed over perhaps for an FBS job?
1: You know, whether, whether, you, whether you want to say passed over or, or not acknowledged or uh, not given an opportunity, uh, at, this, at this point in time, I would say those things, uh, they, they, they are what they are. And you're right, I, I am at Howard. and I have great pride to be here. But that, that's still not to say that there isn't an issue. There isn't a glaring issue right now in football, and I think I mean, in, in all levels of football. And I think it's it's it'd be wrong to turn a blind eye at that and say that there's not a fundamental difference, a fundamental issue of what's going on and what we see transpiring in our country um, at the helm of of college football programs or organizations as, in, in the in the professional realm. Uh, so I, I would think um, at the end of the day, whether it was passed up or not, I wasn't given the same opportunities that we see most people that don't look like me have. Uh, And get with less experience and and, and with less background and all of those type of things as well. So, um, at the end of the day, I'm very happy with with, with where I am, uh, with what we're doing, and and why we're doing it, and for the right reasons, which is more important than anything else uh, in the pursuit of in this profession and in the pursuit of what we do is to make sure you're you're always operating out of your why. So whether that's Howard University or the University of Miami, my why doesn't change. Uh, Why and who I am and why I do the things that I do doesn't change. It's just a shame uh, that you see around the country where most people aren't, uh, I mean, most programs, most organizations, most college football programs um, aren't allowing that to come through for more African-American, more black head coaches. Uh, And at the end of the day, too, it's an even deeper issue than that. to to have more black head coaches, you have to have more black quarterback coaches and more black offensive and defensive coordinators. Uh, in in his profession, which is they say is the stepping stones and the right steps towards being a head coach. But when you look around the country, there's a disparate issue uh, with even in, within those positions uh, that become people that position themselves and, and and do you know good enough jobs, whether that's recruiting or being a special teams coordinator, or offensive coordinator, or defensive coordinator. Uh, there's not a lot of people of color, a lot of not a lot of black people um, getting an opportunity uh, to have those positions and. Coordinate and lead from those positions uh, on a daily basis, especially when most of the people and the young men that are in the program uh, look like them. Uh, not given an opportunity to actually lead them is, is very, a very disparate problem uh, right now in our country.
0: Mm. Larry Scott, the head football coach at Howard in his first season, joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. The Bison open the season at home on February 27th against its opponent right up the road, Morgan State. Coach Scott, great conversation, man. I look forward to to catching up with you throughout the course of the season.
1: I'm looking forward to it as well. Thank you for having me today. So
0: that's a look at the Howard Bison on today's HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Don't forget to tell a couple of friends about the HBCU Football Daily Podcast where we talk with those in the know about HBCU football again you can check us out on our website boxtorow.com, where you can download or listen to the podcast as well as downloading and listening to us on Apple Podcasts as well as iHeart. Work hard. Talk we with me. We have the door. They gotta, gotta let, let us in. in.
1: Hard. we we had to go, gotta let Find the Box to Row YouTube page for conversations with stars like Amari Hardware, Randy, Michael Strahan, and with some of our favorite sports guests over the years. Over the years.